Welcome to the Working Mama podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Working Mama podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by the Working Mama Village. So if you're looking for a membership with tools, resources, and community to support you as a working mum, be sure to check it out. This is a pretty crazy time of the year. So if you're listening to this, it's being recorded and released at the end of November. So just around the busy season is what we like to say, you know, the festive season and you know, probably also the crazy and the silly season. And I don't know about you, but it all just seems to get pretty intense when you've got work commitments, family commitments, kids seem to be busier than ever. And then the juggle is definitely real. Uh, You know, you think that, you know, you've scheduled everything to the calendar and then, you know, your partner or someone else comes along with some other idea, even though you think you're working off the same one, Uh, you know, and it's, it takes a lot of coordination communication definitely is there particularly around who's buying what present but there's also that element that you feel like you've been running this marathon for the whole year and you just almost feel like you're limping to that you know you're doing that last kilometer of the 42 Melbourne kilometers of the Melbourne marathon and it can be really exhausting you're just like I'm exhausted I just want to get to the end and how many people have you heard that have used that phrase I just want to make it to the end of the year. Well, I actually want to dedicate this episode to actually giving you some strategies and tools and tips to help manage just this burnout and this sense of just so much going on at the moment. So that's what this episode is all dedicated to you for today. Now, did you know that 89% of people have experienced burnout in the past 12 months? That figure absolutely surprised me when I saw it. Like, you know, the last couple of years, I live in Melbourne, have been really emotionally taxing. But definitely this year, there's certainly been a lot going on now that we've come back into seeing people again and, and that. It's it's definitely changed it. But also, I think work, you know, pressures have also stepped up a bit. And so definitely people are experiencing that burnout. And burnout isn't just for one particular group say it isn't just for say working mums it isn't for corporate people it isn't for a job family for example it might be you know say uh, medicine or lawyers or marketing or anything else like that but it is a systemic cultural societal problem and it's a worldwide problem it's not just in america or australia it's worldwide not only for one group for everyone and definitely pre-pandemic it was around but certainly not to the same levels as what it is today. You you hear burnout mentioned a lot more and definitely people looking after their mental health is so, so important. And that's also why I wanted to give you a bit more insight today about some of those symptoms. And so you can develop your own personal strategies on how to manage it. And if you know if you've already got them, I'd be really interested to hear from you about how you actually manage it. And so we can also then create a bit of a repository for people so they can go, oh, that sounds like a great idea. So definitely send me a DM, send me an email at karina at workingmama.com.au and I'd love to hear what your strategies are. Because you know what? With burnout, 
people manage things differently. They will respond differently. You know, the whole fight or flight thing, that's what our bodies often, when we're experiencing severe fatigue and burnout, that's what our body will go into. They'll either fight it or they'll, you'll just flight it and, you know, just want to just shut down. And certainly, as I said before, the end of the year is busy at work. We're always trying to get everything finished so we can start the year fresh, we can close everything out. But then also we then have this big rush of activities and remembering even who's who have you got in the family KK. I have to say this year I'm actually pretty happy because I've got the same person in both um, my immediate family KK and then also then in the extended family on my husband's side. So buying for this one person is certainly going to make things a lot easier. But, you know, what is burnout? What We hear this term, you know, thrown around all the time. And also, I just want to start by actually defining what it is. And so burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as a result from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. And it's characterized by three different dimensions. The first one is a feelings of energy depletion and or exhaustion. And I'm sure many people can relate to this. The second one is about uh, the dimension is on increased mental distance from one's job or feeling negativism or cynicism related to one's job. So you feel like I'm exhausted, I hate my job. You start, you, this is all starting to sound pretty um, familiar at times as well. And then the third part is about reduced professional efficacy. And when you start to put these three in together, they're like, oh my goodness, there is a light bulb that can go off when you're like, yep, I'm feeling like I've got low energy, your motivation's there, you're really distant and you just, right, your professional efficacy is just completely down. And there's three different key elements to burnout as well. And that's the emotional burnout, the mental burnout, and then the physical element and the physical burnout as well. And when you start to mix all of these into the bit of the hot pot, you can understand why and, and really see why burnout is such a, you know, a, a big topic that so many people are experiencing today. You know, and it doesn't, as I said at the start, it doesn't have to be one dimensional for anyone. Like it's going to be, there's different layers to it, probably different um, extremes of it, but we're all probably going to um, experience burnout in some shape or form, not just at the end of the year throughout it. I know that I came off the back of a really intense period of work. I actually did a podcast on it um, a couple of months ago and I was exhausted. I pretty much had one week of work that I was here. Um, but I really, I know my productivity was low. I did question myself quite a lot. I was burnt out and I needed a bit of a, a not complete go slow, but it not operating at 150% may have been operating at maybe 90% that week. I was just exhausted. And so at least I was able to take some time, replenish, even just from a work perspective and go, look, I've, you know, took my foot off the accelerator a bit and it was really good. So I could recharge a bit. Because I really was, I was feeling that mental distance. I was exhausted and definitely my efficacy was certainly reduced as well. But there's just some things that are really important to just keep an eye out for as well. So if you are feeling, as I keep saying, you know, you're feeling exhausted, you just, you know, just feel like, as I said at the start, limping towards the finishing line. You're just, even if you're like emotional, you're feeling really short and snappy. Even at those people, generally we do that to those that are around us, um, to, to those closest. Um, you know, you, you may usually exercise a lot if you find that you're not exercising around at the moment. 
you know, start to recognize what some of these signs are. And as I said, it doesn't have to be at the end of the year. It can also be at different points throughout. So what I want to go through now, it just here are some really just some tips, particularly as we're getting through to the end of the year to help you not just limp to the finish line, but get to the finish line and hopefully enjoy Christmas Day and then also then take rest and recharge during hopefully, fingers crossed, you can actually have a bit of a break, uh, you know, to recharge those batteries. So the first one is, is about writing everything down. Get all those worries and stresses that you currently have, get them out of your head and onto paper. Ideally, don't type them. Generally writing, there is actually a, um, you know, a chrome is like a, a chemical thing about when you're actually writing something down, physically writing it down, it actually does release from your mind, your mind and your thoughts onto the paper. And you're actually then essentially saying, right, I've now got more space um, to take up with more information. But getting it out there, writing it, there is proven theory um, to also help um, you know, alleviate that, um, you know, that matter up there. So then also, once you're writing it down, get everything out there, everything that's on your mind, anything that's worrying you, you may actually find that you say maybe journal and that could actually really help you. Get everything that's down that's, that's in your to-do list and that's worrying you. There actually might be some themes about it. I know someone went through my head at the moment. I'd be like, okay, what have I got to get the kids for Christmas, hubby, Chris Kringle, what are we doing, where and when? That's my to-do list at the moment. But also, you know what? When you, once you've got it all down, you've got it into themes, don't think you need to do it all. You actually probably need to share the mental load, lighten the load, see what you can offload, what you can delegate, get someone else to actually get some help with. Um, this week, I am you know, a little bit worried about all, doing all the Christmas shopping. So I've got my mother-in-law this week looking after my boys on Thursday night so I can actually hit up the Good Friday sales I actually secretly do enjoy them. I'm going to the Good Friday sales with a list about who I'm buying for and an idea of a present. Um, but I know that once I get home from that, I'll be feeling hopefully a little bit better about, yes, I've actually made a start on the Christmas shopping. But I knew that I couldn't do it with two young kids in tow. It would, I think I'd be more stressed and Christmas would be over. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I've worked out what I need to do to manage my stress of, you know, and how I can and do it or try and do as much as I can in one day. Otherwise, online shopping and Amazon, here I come. But I've also asked for help through my mother-in-law and said, you know, can you look after the boys? Look, as a result, hubby and I are actually going out for dinner. So very excited about our first date night in probably over 12 months, just the two of us. That's beside the point. But you know what? Also with those, you know, all you to-do list, brainstorm strategies to help overcome and achieve that action plan. As I said, my strategy for getting my Christmas shopping done this year is getting my kids looked after so I can hit up the Black Friday sales. Number two, it's about creating boundaries. And you know what? It's okay to say no. And it's really powerful to say no to others. You know, look at that time that, you know, work out what's best for you and your family. You don't have to be a yes person to everyone and it's actually quite a lot of a strength in knowing your boundaries as well by being able to say no and actually also for you to say same. As they say, mums are the heartbeat of the family and if your heart is a little bit out of rhythm and needs to get jolted back in again, you that will then have massive impacts on those around you. So definitely create the boundaries. Don't feel guilty in saying no because you know what? everyone else is actually going to do the same thing at some point as well because everyone realizes how busy the time is. Number three, it's about making time for self-care. 
spend some time on yourself to recharge your batteries. Even if it's just a short walk, spending some time meditating, taking a day off or uh, you know, deep breathing. Um, I'm personally actually hoping to at some point go get a pedicure, um, which I haven't done in probably about three years. And um, also just before Christmas, I want to get a massage and have a bit of pampering just because, you know, recognize the year and also take a just a bit of reflection on what's achieved. But I'm also making sure that I'm, you know, trying to fit in some time for exercise when Melbourne weather allows me to go for a run because of how wet it is at the moment. But making time for that self-care so you can recharge your batteries because, you know, burnout is the mental, physical um, and emotional part of it. And generally by doing something for yourself, you're going to stimulate those endorphins, you're going to stimulate those different sensories within your body to feel like you're actually recharging. And everyone's going to do it differently. For me, as you know, if you're a long-time listener, I love going for a run. And if I can just go for a run and I feel me again, and I have the last couple of weeks gone for a run, and I've definitely felt so much better, but definitely making time for it. Number, what am I up to? Four is about writing lists. As I said, from like number one, when you were just getting everything out of your head, start to write lists and do your to-do items. Even if it's to-do items about buying, say, the turkey if you're hosting Christmas or even just creating those shopping lists about what you need to buy. By actually doing those lists, and it could be of different parts, so for example, present list, food list, activity list, you name it, once you can start marking off that list, there will be a real sense of achievement. So I know in my phone, I've got a note section and I've literally got all the people that I need to buy presents for, particularly for the kids. I've got ideas about, you know, who's what kind of present they had, who's also buying them what present so I can try and keep a track of it to an extent. Um, I know a few people go rogue. Um, that's probably the control element in me, but that's all right. Completely probably different episode. Um but you know what? I know, as I said, hitting up the Black Friday fr- sales this week, I'll have a real sense of accomplishment if I can come home and be like 50% done, right? Yep, I've got this, 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 done, tick, purchased, and I don't have to worry about them. And that's, you know, you feel like you're actually making progress. And lists can be really helpful as well of actually managing particularly that mental element of like, oh my goodness, I've got so much to do. And that's really where you can actually experience so much of that burnout. So hot tip, write lists. And also if you're going Christmas shopping, go with a list about who you're buying for and what what present you're looking for. So particularly with so many sales and so much marketing coming at you at the moment, it's not you know, it's been de- designed around that way deliberately to try and put you off guard and spend more money than you want. So if you know who you've got, how much, what your, what your budget is, just go buy that present. Okay, then you can mark that person off the list. So definitely pre-planning your present buying will actually help you in the long run and probably also save you a lot of time. So all that extra time, you can actually go get your pedicure, go get a little coffee um, and enjoy that time. So think about that time spent planning you'll actually then be able to make up. And if you've got a babes that I do, you'll be able to put that time back into some self-care for you. Now, my last tip is about shifting your perspective and changing your outlook and on, can really also help shift your mindset. And think about as well, what are the real elements that are causing burnout to you? And can they be controlled? Or can they be, you know, are they controlled items? Or are they, you know, a little bit of variables? So for example, if there's tasks at work that are really draining you, is there someone else that could do it 
or is there a time of day that or you could shift that around in some way or shape or form um, and what you could then also do is actually take charge about trying to review as well what's important so if we can actually then just shift our mindset maybe just from a pot like a bit of a negative oh my god i hate doing this task or i hate this period and things like that trying to shift the mindset around and the outlook i know sometimes i try and do the tasks that i actually don't like to do say in the morning and i or in the afternoon i'm actually probably most productive in the afternoon if i get my creative juices flowing you know, to see how I'm going on the day, but, you know, I try and just knock over that task. And I've, yes, there are some things that I'm actually currently avoiding at the moment, but I know, yes, I've got to commit to it. I need to get it done. But then also once I do do them, there is that real sense of accomplishment. So when you think about as well, what your tasks, you know, what are some things you can't change, but what are those elements that can change? You may not actually be feeling so happy about that are really draining and sapping you. Is there any way of changing them or even getting someone else to do them? So as well, when you can think about about shifting your perspective, think here's three really easy ways to reflect. What can you stop doing? So things that are really draining you, that are really making you burn out, what's, what can you stop doing to, so you can actually try and get rid of that of your life so you don't have to have that negative energy and that negative experience and outlook towards your job and also potentially your employer. So what can you do to shift it there? So what can you stop doing? What can you start doing? So what is it that you do to try and help shift your mindset, shift your outlook on on your role um, and those tasks you might have to do? And then also the third one is, what do you want to keep doing? Like, what is the one that's actually helping light you up, that's making you happy, that actually is the one thing you like? If someone said, I'm going to take this away, and you're like, heck no. So just think about that as well. So... Um, what I'd also like to do, if you're feeling a little bit burnt out, our body during these periods can actually go into a bit of, you know, naturally it's in stress and and real anxiety and you know a bit of panic attacks at times. I'm sure as well. So our body can actually not completely reset, but in a little way reset just by doing some simple, you know, what is relatively simple breathing exercises. So all you need to do is actually breathe in for four seconds. So two three four hold for two seconds one two and then breathe out for six seconds one two three four five six so do that like between five and ten times ideally in a quiet you know even just in the car before you pick up the kids you know maybe before um childcare, before you go to the shops or even at the set of lights just trying to get your breathing and regulate it you know as i said earlier about getting your heart and you know your mother um mums are the the heartbeat of the family just like here just trying to get your 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 energy back centered again and breathing and getting the oxygen through your body is actually going to have a really big impact so just those um five tips that i've got there just to help you manage some of those stresses to help try and alleviate some of that burnout in the limping towards um christmas so hopefully you're not just so limping that you're still maybe in a little bit of a jog uh, so number one is about writing down all the worries and the stresses that you currently have. Get them out, get them onto your paper and um, ideally try and group them into to-do lists. Number two is about creating boundaries. And you know what? It's okay to say no. I've given you permission. It's okay to say no and don't feel guilty about it as well. I know there's a bit of FOMO, but you know what? Do what's best for you and your family. Make time for self-care, make time for you. Write lists. It doesn't matter if your whole 
room or whatever is plastered with post-it notes, at least write it down, know what you've got to do. And also number five, it's about shifting your perspective. So I hope you uh, find those helpful. Good luck in the lead up to Christmas when all parts of your life and the festive season, the crazy as it is, but I hope you can actually enjoy the craziness and really soak it all in and have fun. As always, love you to share this podcast with others and leave a rating review. And till next time, have a great day. We'll speak soon.